Welcome to Erotic Awakening with Dan and Dawn, a weekly view of all things erotic. From BDSM to erotic spirituality, from swinging as a lifestyle to simply fun kink, each week we bring you a diverse offering of erotic and alternative lifestyles in its many forms. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. This podcast is intended for consenting adults over the age of 18. If you are offended by this type of content, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. So, getting a little crazy here. Going to try. You know, we, we've talked lately about what would be like to podcast more than once per week. Mm-hmm. And today is Thursday, where we don't normally podcast. So, we're going to do... <laughs> we have a lot of travel coming up. You never know what's going to happen. Right. So, uh, and we have a lot of great topics that I want to talk about. So absolutely. I mean, we actually had a lot of fun uh, recording on the road as well. So maybe we'll have another one. Well, maybe we'll record live again with where we're going. <laughs> That'd be fun, too. That would be fun. And it uh, would not surprise me if we do that. Um... Well, we just got back from um, Sensations. Speaking of being a presenter. Yes, so had a great time there. Um, Good turnout, and I loved our topic. So we did uh, Mindfulness of a Slave, Mm -hmm. like we talked about. And um, that one one went over really well, had a good turnout. And then we did, like, (laughs) like we mentioned on the last podcast... We were heading out to our sensual humiliation class. Mm-hmm. So, and I just absolutely love that class. And uh, everyone there seemed to enjoy it as well. Uh, I actually turned red during some of the stories. It's a which, lot of fun. Which is really neat when you can engage in central humiliation as the presenter and still get humiliated. Exactly. Um, exactly. It's a lot of great interaction, a lot of great understanding. Mm-hmm. For those that uh, have not heard us talk about it before, the idea of sensual humiliation versus other kinds of humiliation play is that it's more of a the kind of things that turn you on and are dirty and get you yeah. wet or hard versus the kind of things like... Um, Having the teacher show your uh, failed midterm to the entire class, and right. they all get to throw papers at you that or something. Icky feeling, yes. yeah, yeah. So, no, ours is more about bringing the slut out. <laughs> if you didn't get a chance to see us in Chicago last weekend, um, my understanding, and this is probably one of the greatest compliments as a presenter, mm-hmm. is before the events even, as you're checking out, as right. you're leaving the event, you stop by the event producer. And say, hey, we had a great time. Thanks for bringing us mm-hmm. out here. And he's saying, well, you guys are going to be back in six months. i got another event coming up. Can right. I go ahead and book you now? Yes. Right? Yes. So that's always a great compliment. Very flattering. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so we'll be back in Chicago in early October. Yes. Um, but this afternoon. <laughs> we should probably worry about what we're doing in a couple hours from now instead of what we will be doing. I had enough time to um, unpack the suitcases, get the laundry washed, and repack. I never saw the suitcases actually fully unpacked. No, we actually, I don't know that they made it to fully unpacked. We keep our luggage in the basement, and this time the, the luggage never made the trip downstairs. No. <laughs> Um, so, because we are, uh, after a quick turnaround, we're off to Florida. This is the f- first time we've presented in first Florida. First time we've presented in Florida, yes. I mean, so we that'll were, be neat. We and were we, just there recently, but yep. that was for the cruise. <laughs> that was a different sort of thing. Yes. And I won't say I would rather go for that. 
<laughs> but that was a really nice cruise. That was. <laughs> um, so Beyond Leather is the event. It's a new one to us. We've never done that particular event before. They tell me, I think they, uh, 600 people. Something like that, yeah. We'll be doing two Master Slave topics. Mm-hmm. And um, as we've mentioned before, we'll be on the auction block. Right. Um, getting auctioned away. Yes, that's going to be a lot of fun, actually. So that's tomorrow night. We'll be on the auction block. So somebody will buy us because we actually know some some people there. So uh, Jody and Liza, Liza, the international master and slave, is going to be there. Mm-hmm. And Master Obsidian and Namaste, mm-hmm. last year's international master and slave, will be there. I've actually got a secret about that. Oh, do you? Yes, we are going to... Um... It's not going to be much of a secret if I tell you what we're going to do. <laughs> I'm going to approach Master Obsidian at the event and say, mm-hmm. hey, I uh, just did this, um, heard the keynote by Jack Rinella, and we ended up recording that. Right. And uh, I was th- thinking we could do the same with Master Obsidian, see if he'd allow us to record his keynote speech. That would um, be awesome. <laughs> yeah, that should be fun. Uh, um, I haven't so. actually asked him about it yet, so I should probably get <laughs> to that. He's a big dude, so I hope he's cool with this, he, he could be scary. He is not a small fellow, no, indeed. No, no. And, and while we are there, mm-hmm. um, we just got in the mail something Triskillian. Yes. Which is a furry-based card, card game. game. Uh-huh. Now, it's not. It's a card game more along the lines, not like Gin Rummy. Right. But more along the lines of um, something like Magic. Magic right? the Gathering, yeah. Yeah, so that's what it seems like. And they sent us a deck um, that's a male sadist-based. Uh-huh. And a deck that's female. <laughs> a deck that's female um, masochist-based. Mine, mine. Right. <laughs> two booster packs and two sets of dice. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> so I'm not really sure how to play yet, but we'll figure that out. They, mm-hmm. they say it's pretty straightforward, pretty easy to play once you figure out how many furries can fit in a bed. Right. I think that was one of the key <laughs> that components. That was one of the key things. They said, once you figure that out, then you've got the point of the game. So we still haven't read the rules, but sounds like but it's going to be a lot of fun. So this is one of the joys of this podcast. Mm-hmm. One of our listeners was in some event somewhere, and they came across this game. They wrote us and said, wow, I just played this really great game. I wish more people knew about it. Yeah. We wrote the producers of the game. We said, hey, we had a listener who wants to, us to tell other people about your great mm-hmm. game. Um, we'd like to... We'd like to do that. And they yeah. said, sure, here's a copy of the game. Go go try it. Mm-hmm. And we had to give them the whole spiel about, look, <laughs> this is the coconut no, the coconut rope theory. Exactly. Right? If we don't like it, we're going to tell people we don't like it. If we do like it... Um, yeah, we'll tell people we do like it. Right. And this is with the basis that we're not furries. So we're going to try this game as as vanilla. Fur- <laughs> I don't know. Because hmm. we're not furry. So I'm kind of curious how it works for us. And if it doesn't, then maybe we need to dig up some of our furry friends and have them try it and do a podcast about furries. I think that we are both <laughs> geeky and kinky. Yeah. So I, we will see how so. it goes. Um, and if you, by the way, on a side note, mm-hmm. so if any of our Florida listeners are out there, they live near Fort Lauderdale, we have built in an extra day. Yes, we at, have. In Fort Lauderdale. So the event's over, everybody else goes home, we get another 24 hours out mm-hmm. of it. So if anybody out there wants to meet up for coffee or to play a furry-based game. Or take us to the beach. Or um, <laughs> cash in on the, I know Dawn from the podcast, spread your legs, slut. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it's going to be a play weekend. 
Oh, man. So. 110 episodes and no one's done... No, no, you've had that happen once, but I, you were on a date at the Right, time. right. I was on a date up in Cleveland, and the guy said that um, that was at the party, said he was going to cash in, but didn't want to interrupt the date. So I should go back to that party, because he wants to cash in. You should. <laughs> Our next gig after um, Beyond Leather, fortunately, doesn't, call, doesn't include any travel. No, it doesn't. We're actually hosting... Both of those things. So, well, if you want to call one of them hosting. <laughs> the, uh, on April 12th. Yes. Which is uh, like, we get back like Monday night from Fort Lauderdale. April 11th. Yes. And then on April 12th, 12th. <laughs> we are going to be up on uh, creativesexuality.org. Yes. Doing the sensual spanking presentation. Right. So, and it's kind of like a, um, I, I keep say, saying webcam because we're going to be using a webcam, but it's like a webinar sort mm-hmm. of thing. And um, creativesexuality.org is very much about teaching people about different things. People that can't make it to events or, you know, things like that. So we are going to be in our apartment and videotaping this presentation that we do. But it's going to be live. <laughs> You're so old. One, we're not going to videotape this. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, break out my Betamax and watch it right. <laughs> So it'll be digital streaming live on the intertubes. (laughs) Um, So that'll be a lot of fun. And and again, if anybody wants to join us here, I mean, we like to be interactive with people around us when we do this as well. So people will be able to ask questions on the chat room. But if anybody wants to join us here... Mm Love to have them. Mm-hmm. We have plenty of seating room. <laughs> yep. And uh, so that's via creativesexuality.org. Mm-hmm. And um, I will mention one more time the powerful MS Relationships half-day lunch and learn that we'll be doing on May 21st. We'll share more about that as it gets yes. a little closer. Um, I just like to put it out there yeah. so <clears throat> people can plan their days because that's kind of near a Memorial Day. Is it? Mm-hmm. Kind of near. Okay. I don't think it's the same weekend, but it's it's... It's right there. And the idea with that is going to be a half day with us and a cook and some food mm-hmm. and some powerful MS relationship yes. lessons, training, and interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's, let's, enough of that doodly squat. <laughs> doodly, doodly squat. squat. <laughs> let's get into our question of the day. And what is that question? The question is... Is a submissive getting training outside of a relationship a bad idea? Good question. It is a good question. And I know I I was... um, Let's build the context of it a little bit first. And then then you can give us your feedback. Um, There is this... So this is something that actually happens. Mm -hmm. There are people and also... Groups and we, I can think of a bed and breakfast, mm-hmm. where at this as one example of where you could say, okay, oh submissive of mine or slave of mm-hmm. mine, I want you to go away and go be trained by this person or this group, right? And then come back, right? And then you'll be all trained up and stuff. Exactly, and and that's one example. And the other example is is that um, you're not owned yet, so oh, you want some training. Sure, sure, so, good point. You know, so that that's another example. And um, what is the benefit of that? So let's talk about those separately because I think that they're, the benefit's two separate things. Exactly. So let's start off with which one? The, the owned or the unowned? I would start off with the owned. Okay. So, because that's the first one that we ran into. 
So um, for me, that, that's my primary example when I think about this, you know, being sent off to be trained. And I know when we first got into this lifestyle and, um, you know, it's coming up on quite a few years now, <laughs> <laughs> you know, many years ago when, uh, when we joined this lifestyle, we knew another MS couple that had just gotten in about the same time as we did. And the master really wanted to send her off for training at this bed and breakfast. Mm -hmm. You know, this bed and breakfast was lifestyle um, only. And they offered training to submissives and slaves. And it, it, it confused me. You know, why would a master send off their slave to be trained by somebody else? So, I mean, I had a couple of thoughts about that. For one, um, I think that's kind of part of the master's responsibility, Mm-hmm. is to train their slaves. So to me, he was shirking his responsibility, you okay. know? Um, so that was one. And for two, if you're sending them to somebody else to be trained, there's no guidebook. There's no all slaves will be trained like this and all masters like their slaves to be trained like this. So it's a personal thing per relationship. So um, like you, you like it when I look at you. Sometimes I don't always have to have my eyes downcast <laughs> whenever we interact. For some masters, slaves' eyes are always downcast when they interact. So if I go, if you send me to this bed and breakfast and they teach me thou shalt never look at master and I come back and I've been trained, <laughs> you know, through whatever process, whether it's been punishment or rewards or whatever, you know, my behavior has been modified to where I'm not going to look at you. I would totally move around a whole lot. If you're trained, <laughs> you're never allowed to look up. I would like right. move around. You'd walk into furniture, trip over the cat. <laughs> well, you'd never trip over the cat, though, because you'd always, see, I'd always the cat see the cat. So there's yes. an advantage to that. Yes, but when I come back, you're going to have to retrain me. So how much work is involved in retraining me to suit your needs? So does the training include things like... Uh, see, it would, for me, I mean, is it a is it a deal of they're training you on someone's specific preferences, or is it more generic? Like, for example, I could see tra- sending you off to slave school. Mm-hmm. I can actually see creating a slave school. That just sounds cool. Um, to learn a both Japanese and Korean tea serving etiquette. So that when you came back, you would be well balanced in both of those. And I could say, oh, well, there's that, that. I, I prefer this. Do it this mm-hmm. way for me. I could see you going off to learn certain skills. Right. Not how to be. So there's the, the difference, right? Is mm-hmm. are you, You're not going to learn how to be Dan Slave. And that was, right. our, that was our argument at the time. Right. You could learn certain slave-based skills. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's true. Like the tea service and stuff. I mean, I always wanted to learn the Japanese tea service and uh rick's kitten was teaching the korean based Mm -hmm. tea service and things like that yet when we have our tea here with the house is totally different so you know is there a benefit to learning the other skills more than likely they're skills but you still taught me your way Mm -hmm. so you know how much benefit was it to send me away now you've trained or you've been to both um the submissive retreat with Castle Griffin, and also you've been yes. to Catherine the Gross's servants retreat. servants retreat. Right, right. That's a different thing, though, right? That was a different thing. That was more psychological. 
So um, like Catherine Gross's, it was more about getting within yourself and trying to figure out why you want to serve and what motivates you. So that, I get the impression, is more about that is something the slave does for the slave. Yes. Versus the, the master sending off the submissive somewhere. Right. Same with Castle Griffin. That was very much about finding out what motivates you and just uh, socializing with other slaves. And, you know, so kind of a lot of support there and meeting mm-hmm. new people. But it wasn't really about learning skills. Though they did have someone come in to teach us um, neck massage. Yeah. Did so they? there, yes. Yeah, so there was a I skill. I haven't gotten with that. any neck massages from you, sir. I beg to differ. <laughs> Turn me on when you beg. Um, the other downside, the other thing that I worry about when mm-hmm. I send, you know, when we talk about sending your slave or submissive off for training, is a lot of people can use the terminology like training or mentoring yes. to take a. Uh, maybe not take advantage because maybe if you've signed up for it, that's fine. Right. But oh, I will mentor you on the proper way to suck my cock, or right. I will I will train you how to um, not say no whenever I want to fuck you. Exactly, right? and and that's what you hear of a lot. I don't want to say a lot, but you do hear stories of that. So. So the other aspect of this is, what if you're a single submissive or slave? Should mm-hmm. you go off to slave school? Um. You know, I can see the benefits of that. And when it was brought up, it's part of me. I've heard the stories about the, oh, God, you're going to go get trained. Well, you've just become, you know, their sex slave, even though that's not what you wanted. Um, But we also had um, our temp slave, you know, in the house Mm -hmm. for a little bit. And part of that, part of the reciprocal agreement was that she was going to get some MS training. You know, so she was allowed to be in this environment and actually experience what it was like to be in an MS house and um, to see if that's really what she wanted out of life, to put reality with the fantasy. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like that idea, you know, Um, as long as the person is ethical that you're doing this with, to find out. Maybe what kind of play you like, what your pain tolerance is. So that's more BDSM yeah. than MS. But, you know, still, can how does it make your heart feel when you kneel for someone or, or something like that? So I think there is kind of a benefit of that. Yes, because yeah. of our experience with the temp slave. Again, yeah, I, I totally agree. It, it, you know, a lot of it depends on the ethics. And it may well be, you know, you have to be careful when you talk about the ethics because it may well be, I want to send my slave away for cock-sucking lessons. Right. Or as a signal <laughs> submissive, I want to go to slave school so that somebody will fuck me every which way but loose. And mm-hmm. and I could, you know, because that's what my heart desires is to be that sex. Right, slave. but you've gone into it knowing that's right. what you want. Right. That, that's, that's the difference. So. Um, but um, but I can I can see some benefit to that. If I was a single slave and not knowing if this, I mean, we got lucky. We we knew this is kind of what we wanted to get into, so we experienced this together. Mm-hmm. But as a single slave, if I didn't have a master or didn't have a prospect yet, and didn't really know if reality was going to be fantasy enough for me uh-huh. to match my fantasy, I think I would want to try it out. But the warning I would give people is, is that the relationship and the feelings that you're going to have for your trainer or in the training situation, if you want a love-based MS relationship, it's still not going to match what your relationship feelings are going to feel like, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. You know, there's different layers. So, 
I'm sitting here thinking that this is a good topic all on its own. I think it is. Maybe we should ditch the hole so you want to be a presenter part. <laughs> um, if, so let's put the foot on the other shoe, okay. so to speak. The foot on the other shoe. Yes, sir. If you are a podcast listener and you're like, well, I want some slave training, mm-hmm. right? Hey, Dan and Don, I want to come to your slave school, right? Now, we're ethical people. Yes. And, now, and, and we've just done this with... Um, Temp slave, which is a horrible way to refer I to somebody. I know, but I we'll, hate it, but I'm, I'm we'll still not sure how she so. wants to be referred to. And, uh, boy, we should actually share about that some. We've, we've have mm-hmm. officially released her yes. uh, back into the wild as it is. She <laughs> did a wonderful job when she was with us, but we had a limited duration contract in mind. And, um, and just ethically, we needed to stick to that. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that's what we offered. So if somebody wanted to come and serve us temp... See, I, the, to me, the language just changes, right? Right. Oh, I want to come to your slave school. We don't have a slave school. Mm-mm. I want to come serve you temporarily for a a set amount of time because I think I would learn about leather history and ethics and what it would really like be to serve an unyielding master. Now, right. I know you and I are kind of lighthearted on this podcast, but when it comes time to serve... yes. You're very good at it, so I allow it to be fun. Mm-hmm. But and, and it should be fun, right? <laughs> yes. But, you know, but I'm fairly strict. Yes. And I'm fairly a disciplinarian, and I'm fairly a dick. If you if you start pushing the boundaries, I just do, that. I find that unacceptable. You know, so if somebody said, "Gee, I'd love to come serve you guys for a month and see what that's like," mm-hmm. you know, and, and work out my slave crave. And to be able to do it in an environment where I can set the rules before I go in, I can say no sex or uh, you won't let other people use me or we'll keep our focus in this area or whatever your Mm -hmm. guidelines are. And no sex is completely optional. (laughs) (laughs) You know. um, (laughs) But it wouldn't be, I mean, it would be training, but the way you do things, you'd slap a collar on them. You know, I don't think it would actually be like school training. No, no, no. Because one of the differences is if you're going to serve my house, you will represent my house. Yes. If you're here and even with um, our honored temp slave, Mm -hmm. granted her collar was made out of yarn. Mm -hmm. It was still a collar. I wouldn't let her post to her fet life in certain ways because, you know, well, you know, you're serving my house. You're a reflection of me. You're a reflection of house meta, Mm -hmm. you know. So that would be part of the angle of that, even if it is a short-term situation. Right. Now, this leads into another question, Mm -hmm. right? As a master, do I want a skilled, well-trained, experienced slave? Or do I want a fresh, open, unwritten book slave? See, I can see, I can, again, pros and cons. Well, let's flip it then. Okay. To start with, as a slave looking for a master, mm-hmm. do you want somebody who's a little less? Do you want somebody who's got, a, you know, do you want Jack Ranella who's got X years experience, has already had 20 slaves, knows exactly how to train you, walk you through the steps, blah, 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 blah. Or do you want somebody who's less experienced and just as new in the journey as you are? See, I like, and I've heard opinions on both sides, but my experience is you and I were newbies. We were both green, and we learned together how to do this. I enjoyed the hell out of that. You know, 
Um, I don't have experience with getting into a relationship with somebody that's very seasoned. For me, I kind of like the creativity of being new together. Mm-hmm. Being seasoned or being with a seasoned person, I can only say I would imagine that they already know what they want. So they would probably try to fit me into that box. A <laughs> Good point. No, that's right. good. Yeah. So I can see, you know, I, I, I get this feeling, you know, in my stomach, you know, oh, a seasoned person. Or, you know, like somebody coming into our household, you're already seasoned. But you have a way of doing it to where you have expectations, so you do kind of fit them in that box of you. But you are also very good at pulling out the the stuff that they are good at and that feeds them. So there's a really, I think there's a really good balance there. I don't know that all masters can do that. So they are already looking for what they need. So yeah, I think I would be crammed in a box. I don't know that they would look at me and see what would benefit me as well. So... I don't know. Like I said, pros and cons. See, for me, having a submissive or a slave that has already served someone else. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, there's some logistical challenges to that. Right. Why don't you serve that person anymore? Are they still around? Was it a bad breakup? Does that mm-hmm. give me something I have to deal with from a, dr- a drama perspective? Right. That's a sidebar. Something you have to know, but I don't really mm-hmm. care one way or the other. Um but how did they, you know, what did they train you? For your example earlier, right? Eyes down or eyes up. Right. Um, always walk around with no panties. Um, mm-hmm. And how often am I going to have to hear, oh, sorry, master, but old master always had me do it this way. Right. You know? Um, so there's a little bit of a challenge that, depending on who you are, how much of an ego challenge is it? I, and I take our good friends, um, Master Eric and Slave Amber as mm-hmm. an example, right? Right. Uh, Slave Amber served me mm-hmm. she served uh Barak and sheba yes and now she serves master eric well master eric's not had a slave before right right so uh where slave amber is already well known in the community who she mm-hmm. is it makes it a really interesting challenge for master eric yes to you know because if she pulls out and and you know what happens when she says <laughs> oh well we could do it that way master but uh, my other masters you remember them the well known <laughs> and well respected guys um they always did it this way instead right you know um and from my understanding so far master eric's done a wonderful job of sticking to his guns that's yes. the greatest thing you can develop as a master and he's smart that he's got a mentor that he can go back to and so that he doesn't have to worry about, you know, um, being topped from the bottom. Right. Which is, right. which is what it's called. And, you know, and good intentions, you know, good intentions. But, um, yeah, having a, a mentor is very important in, in that aspect. But, you know, I don't want to, I don't want the, uh, the seasoned slaves to worry about finding another master if they've left a relationship. Yes, they're still... You know, I don't want them to think there's no hope if everybody's looking for somebody new. Mm-hmm. You know, but there are challenges with a new person. You know, with a, with a new slave, you're actually working on helping them find their slave heart. With a seasoned slave, they've already found their slave heart. They just need to keep it fed. So there's right. different there's different jobs, I guess, different motives, different focuses with each version. Mm-hmm. So I think... Uh, with um, from a master's perspective, it's it's purely about your own level of confidence, mm-hmm. right? Whether you're a seasoned slave or you you know you're fairly new to things or you've been around for a while or or in um, 
some of our friends' perspective, you've been on the other side of the street. You started mm-hmm. off as one thing, and you, you've said, wow, that's not really where I belong, and you flipped right. over. Um, finding out, you know, all that stuff can be a challenge, but it's all about, as a master, it's my confidence. Mm-hmm. Am I confident in my ability to be a master? Am I confident that I am a master? Because then, if you, whether you're new or old, or you've got 20 years' experience as a slave of mm-hmm. uh, hoobadoo, you know, then whatever you say, I just take as input. And right. so, well, that's interesting. I will take a look at that input and I will make a decision. Yes. And that's probably where uh, the, the challenge really lies. Mm-hmm. And whether you're new or not, then I can just take it with the same grain of salt to say, ah, well, that's interesting input. I will think about that and mm-hmm. I will make a decision. Because it comes back to the end of the day, I own the decision, right? right? So that's really kind of interesting. By the way, this t- the title of this podcast is going to be the Topic Hijack <laughs> Show. We will do uh, our initial topic that we thought we were going to do some other time. Right. This topic on its own is a good topic just to go I, with. I like this topic. So because another challenge that you have between, um, I notice I'm going to keep on going with this since I still have thoughts <laughs> on it. But, um, you know, another challenge that you face with um, a, a person that has been a slave for a while is how do you challenge them? You know, with a new slave, with someone just coming into it that hasn't been trained before, there's a lot of challenges. You know, I can remember being new in it the first time taking off my shirt in public, mm-hmm. the first time kneeling, the first time having, you know, there's a lot of first when you're a, a new slave. So in that aspect, I don't know that I would want training up front. Because I think I would want the first time kneeling to be with my new master, right? Not with a trainer. So that's kind of interesting as well. Mm-hmm. The the first time that you took your shirt off in public, uh, right? That's our story. That's part of yes. our relationship. It's part of our foundation. It's neat to be able to share that with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, that's a good it point is. too. Though though being trained up front by someone that respects you also gives you confidence in being a slave. So you can get confidence That's before true. coming into a new relationship. So definitely pros and cons. I mean, I know one of our challenges now that we've been doing this for so long is in finding challenges for me. You know, so I like challenges. And that, that's a good point, right? <laughs> um what do we do now that challenges you? Now we go all the way back earlier. We were talking about sensual humiliation. Somebody yes. asked us during the class, well, what do you do nowadays? You've been through the this and this and this and this. Right. You know, and we've always talked in, when we do that class where the objectification room, and, and we'll get into that if we ever, when we do the topic on the podcast, <laughs> right, is the, you know, like the end of the story. And somebody said, well, what do you do to challenge yourself now? And it's like, mm-hmm. huh. So to move that over to an MS context, you know, right. same thing. What because we're very, you and I are very much growth-based people, yes. right? The reason that we keep doing everything that we do and keep pushing things along is because we're very much to, you know, the idea of what next can we do to grow in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're you're a pretty experienced slave at this point. What do you, what other challenges do you have? Another to year make of you a, sex slave. Woohoo! Okay, well, you can do that. Um <laughs> Podcast fodder as well. Yes, yes. So, you know, because you were saying essential humiliation, there's still some things we could do on that level that, you know, that would that would <laughs> fit into that. Um, on a service level, I would actually, I mean, a lot of listeners have heard our stories, you know, and have heard how we do MS. 
you know, maybe they have some ideas of how to further that along on a service level. You know, what do you do with an experienced slave mm-hmm. that's served tea and gotten over the hurdle of being able to serve other masters? Oh, and we've you even, know? you know, gone to the point where you've experienced the, not the naked slave girl mm-hmm. sort of thing, but you could be naked slave girl. You're, Absolutely. You know, where you're spending, where your job is to go to school and take care of me. And that's why right. you don't have a, a job outside the house. Well, you do weddings and presenting and you do a lot of background stuff but right. but you don't have like a 40 hour a week job right. outside the house right so you take care of your master as well you know so that's one of the new things you mm-hmm. you do the laundry you do the cooking you know i can sit around after i get off work and jump in front of the, you know jump on the playstation because you're taking care of a lot of things that re, you know a household needs to take care of right um and it's neat that as my slave, like if I forget to bring my gym bag to work or my laptop or I need something, I'd say, slave, go deliver this for me. Yes. So that, that would be, that is the next level of service that you're doing for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoy it. So, and, and uh, yeah, at this point, sometimes it does go through both of our heads. So what's next? Mm-hmm. So... Wow, how'd we get on that topic of what's next after training? I guess I guess it flows in that direction anyway. Oh, like we stick to our notes all the time. <laughs> like we're doing with this show. Now no, have to change the topic. <laughs> if you were, uh, as a matter of fact, in our, the last presentation that we did, Central Humiliation, I noticed we both had two pages of notes each. And then they they got bare glances. They did. Wasn't that amazing? That show went, that, that presentation went so great. Mm-hmm. I remember looking at the notes twice. We just stayed on topic and it flowed with the questions. And I love that when that happens. Yep. But I like this too, totally off topic. It's something we're passionate about. Um, so I might do a little bit of uh, uh, jumping in there to clean it up a little bit. This is the official Topic Hijack show. Um, so that was Self-hijacked. Good. Yeah, I know. We stole our own topic. You know, because it's like when you go on to one of these groups and you post, you know, um, what's the best brand of condom and somebody immediately responds by going um boy did you see the trojans commercial and somebody else responds oh i hate the trojans football team (laughs) and branding what's this whole branding thing yeah right and then i'm saying (laughs) oh i practice on chickens you know and it just goes (laughs) way off (laughs) i blew his mind with that one Though, it makes me think of choking chickens. And the only reason I think of that is because someone went into falconry play at Sensations and was showing us pictures. You know, we totally totally forgot about that. Yeah. There's a website for erotic falconry, I think is the website. And it's a bunch of birds like falcons, Uh you know, birds like that, and chickens (laughs) in erotic pictures. It's so weird. And it's, it's somewhat artistic. It is not... No, it's not. Uh, it's not like bestiality, right? Right. Although the one with the chicken down the guy's pants, <laughs> pretty damn close. It's whew. boy, we just hijacked again. We just hijacked. <laughs> Onward, ho! Um, uh, oh, what do we have? So we did want yeah. to mention we got some feedback uh, via the iTunes recently. Absolutely. And you know what? We um, suggest all these ways of getting in contact with us. Mm-hmm. And we forget that people actually write um, things on iTunes, you know, as, as uh, feedback so mm-hmm. that other people looking for the podcast can see reviews, th- their reviews for the podcast. And I really 
wanted to do some shout outs because we've had quite a bit of those recently. For example, um, and I'm not going to mention anybody's iTunes name in case they're not expecting us or should oh, be. I don't okay. Know. I don't know. I like the shout outs, but um, I don't know that any of these. I guess if you go to iTunes, you're going to see their names exactly, on there. Exactly. So exactly. their own anonymity is already out there. So Leader1965. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's great, right? So she says, I'm a vanilla woman who I can't see myself ever doing this stuff. Right. But I like listening, living through you guys vic- vicariously. Yes. So uh, that's really neat, and that's neat to hear, and that's certainly part of the educational mm-hmm. uh, perspective, the part that we like. Uh, so for the person that posted that, if you uh, you can't see yourself doing these things, but if you'd like pictures, hey, I'd be happy to send you some. <laughs> exactly. And then um, Seduction Lair and Lady Nanetta, they mm-hmm. just had really great things to say about the podcast, how they enjoy listening to it. Uh, it's really neat to hear people that end up going to their first lifestyle gathering Mm -hmm. as a result of listening to the podcast and realizing it's not so dangerous that it could be safe to go do that. Had a little bit of feedback that way as well. Yep, that was Rummy Boy. And uh, Mr. Sherry wrote in. So so that was kind of funny because uh, Mr. Sherry would be the Mr. Sherry that we referred to in episode 109. Yes. About, uh, and I don't recall what we said about her. Oh, it was about the traditions in the house because she's part of the house. Right. Just so happened she came over that night after listening to the podcast <laughs> and she was all a flutter because she heard her name on the podcast. Yes. So Mr. Sherry, Mr. Sherry, Mr. Sherry. Yeah, <laughs> I've said it all over the place now. Um, I can hear her giggle at this point. <laughs> and then you had one more you wanted to mention? I did. Um, Wicked Belladonna wrote us two different ways. So she did a, a review on iTunes. Which she, we love. Yes. And she said that she liked my laugh, but that she also, she said, Dan's vibrato voice will keep you transfixed. Mm-hmm. So I like that. But she also wrote in um, uh, via email because we had spoken, we had used her as a question of the day. Yeah. Before, um, she had a... And that was um, about six months ago that we used that question of the day. Right. So she had a partner that um, had um, been having a lack of interest. So, And we talked about that and was trying to give her some advice on what she could do and not to have high expectations of the situation. You can't change people and, you know, and things like that. And she had him listen to the podcast. And he, um, what do I call this, uh, percolated... He let it percolate in his head for a little while. And then um, she wrote us to let us know that he was okay. He mentioned and suggested that they pull another person into the relationship, that Mm -hmm. she get a boyfriend. And they did this. They found somebody local, and they are having a blast with it. So to me, this is just amazing that... You know, someone writes in with a question. We kind of, kind of give our advice without saying this is what you must do, and they found their own mm-hmm. path. Yeah, and 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 happy with it. And what a joy! What an honor it is for us for mm-hmm. pe- people to have, you know, the little bit of experience that we've got to be of value to someone in that way. Yes, you know? that's very cool. So, and they had the courage. To, he had the courage to look at the different possibilities yeah. on how to to make his his partner happier so kudos to you guys yes and a uh, a comment for our overseas listeners um <laughs> i was gonna say, so can you cheers is a greeting mm-hmm. and cheers is also a congratulatory sort of statement like kudos yes is it that's my belief and i also believe it's a goodbye oh well i also think it's how you indicate let's have a drink cheers yeah yeah well, it's also a bar in boston 
Uh, yes, so I've heard. <laughs> so for our overseas listeners, if I, what is the correct way to use the term cheers? If you'd like to tell us that, you'd like to leave us feedback mm-hmm. or contact us for any other reason. Yes. Um, including pictures. There's Pictures would be nice. <laughs> hey, well, yeah, the person that got the Erotic Awakening t-shirt. Where's our picture? <laughs> uh, you can contact us in a variety of ways, including, for example, via um, Twitter. We are Dan and Dawn. Yes, and we have the Got Comment form on our webpage. Newly which improved. Is, yes, which is eroticawakening.com. There's other ways to contact us, as well as where we will be presenting past podcast episodes and all other kinds of junk over at www.eroticawakening.com. A lot of people throw S's in there unnecessarily. Yes. No S required. So, And you can also rate us on iTunes. Like and I said, a lot of that feedback came from reviews on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, tweet about us on Twitter. So that's just kind of funny because we're just talking about the falconry. And then like us on Facebook. <laughs> yes, you can. You didn't kink it up that time. That's very I nice. I didn't kink it up. I know. <laughs> uh, we would like to mention really quickly, speaking of coconut rope, which we're not really doing, but I'll throw that in there anyway. Thank you, Maui Kink, for your support. You, uh, If you buy stuff from Maui Kink, you are smart and you are also talented and handsome if yes. you buy things from Maui Kink. Yes. I don't know I how agree. that translates. <laughs> and, but. And- Yes, yes. No, I was going to say, I think I'm going to go try to um, sneak the bamboo paddles into our luggage for tonight. That <laughs> would <laughs> be a good idea. <laughs> Maui kink. And then you could hear us tell the story about airport security stopping us on yes. the way to Florida. But it's bamboo. It should be okay. <laughs> it's bamboo in the shape of a paddle, though. Yeah. You can, If you go off and buy a bamboo paddle, you can click on the Where Did You Hear About Us? The Erotic Awakening on the checkout form. Um, boy, is that the show? I think that's the show. Oh, right. Well, we had better uh, go put <laughs> some clothes packing. on, finish packing, and <laughs> yeah, get to we Florida. Are, we are sitting here half naked. We just finished exercising before our trip out, and woohoo! <laughs> Off we go. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. Visit Adventures in Sexuality at adventuresinsexuality.org. Want to be a part of Erotic Awakening? Want to share about your favorite kink and event, podcast, or book? Toss us an email at dananddawn at eroticawakening.com. Let's hear what you have to say. Did you know you could buy an Erotic Awakening t-shirt, messenger bag, or coffee mug? See, I'm, I'm reading real fast because we've got to get <laughs> to Fort Lauderdale. Visit the shop and support page at the Erotic Awakening website. The dollar we make when you buy something that goes into printed cartridge for the podcast. Thank you for your support. <laughs> heard on Erotic Awakening is provided from the Podshow Podsafe Network. More information at music.podshow.com. Bye, Don. Bye, Dan. <laughs>